And we are live. It is Podcast 42. I am Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. J.L. Tros. I'm Laura. Hi. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's my line. I'm Laura. Hi. Yeah, I've been filling in the past few live shows that she hasn't been here. I've been, I'm Laura. Hi. Laura is joining us via Skype because she's in a whole nother country. <laughs> I am. She's in the country of St. Augustine. Germany? Florida. Oh. And let me tell you, it is a different country up there. I know. I drove through there because when I went to Jacksonville, we uh, got a flat tire. Yeah. So we had to drive back using the donuts. So we just hit the state roads and we drove through St. Augustine. And Tara goes, I got to go to the bathroom. But naturally, she said this after we got through the civilized part of St. Augustine, if you want to call it that. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, I've seen horror movies with better scenarios than this. There is no way you're getting out of the car to go to the bathroom now. Well, I don't like to get political on the show, and we're not going to now. I'm just going to say, if you ever break down in St. Augustine, just let them know you're a Trump supporter, whether you are or not. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. We won't get into a big discussion on it. Nope. Just nope. piece of advice. Pretend you are if you're not, and if you are, you're fine. And if you're not, pretend you are. Nope. I have to agree. After driving through there, it was pretty <laughs> true. <laughs> Woo. Is it because it's really old? Town. Road. Is it because it's a really old uh, town? Yeah, it's a really old town. Old town's in Kissimmee. Old city. Well, it is an old town. They have the oldest schoolhouse. Yeah. Do they, they have, have an old town road? In the US. The oldest public restroom, the oldest road, the oldest mm. old, oldest fort, all in St. Augustine. So. Mm. And the Fountain of Youth. Yes. Have you ever had the water? No. Have you ever tried it? No. Well, if it worked, you would be able to drink it, but since it doesn't work, it's probably some of the nastiest water I've ever tasted. And we live in Florida. We have some pretty nasty water all over the state. That's true. Laura, are you still there? I am, but I am I am struggling to hear you and Sabrina, JL. I can't hear you guys. Oh, good. That means we can talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to fix that since this is our first time doing this over Skype, but we will figure it out as we go along. That's what she said. But let us open up the beer cooler. What are you pointing at? Well, no, I. we probably should have all been on the Skype call together. We are. It's running through the Spreaker software. Oh, it's running through Spreaker. Yeah, Spreaker has this option. Ew. Yeah. You would know that if you were on Spreaker, Sabrina. Well, she's the a... audacity of it all. <laughs> <laughs> that joke never gets old. Breaks so, down halfway through a show, but it never gets old. So we sent a beer up to St. Augustine so Laura could uh, help us out in the ratings. Or rather, Laura sent beer down from St. Augustine. That's true. That's, <laughs> I was trying to be. I was trying to paint a picture that you just punched a hole through, but that's you're, okay. You're welcome. Like that was a song. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Filter do that one? Oh, no, that was Take a Picture or something. I don't yeah, know. One of their three hits. They had more. Than, oh, that's right. They did have a th third hit. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. They had Hey Man, Nice Shot, Shot Take a picture, picture, and... It was the same one off that album. It was off the same album. I just can't remember the name of it. It'll come to me after we are done recording. Of course. Who are we talking about? Filter. Filter, a band you don't like or know. That's not true. Because they're not a boy band. 
<laughs> I know more than boy bands. You know boy bands. I also know. And you know Dolly Parton. And I know rap. You know rat. I no. love rat. They came out rat. of the cellar. Rat. I know rap music. Right. I know rap music as well. Round and round. I think she's saying rap. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I like it when she call me Big Papa. You know one rap artist. Who? Biggie. <laughs> Biggie Smalls and Tupac. You know two rap artists. <laughs> okay. I will let you guys believe that. You don't know any of the great rap artists like Run DMC, Public Enemy, Beastie Boys, Two Live Crew, Beastie Boys, MC Hammer, um, Pop Goes the Weasel. Because the Weasel I don't goes think pop. I would put MC Hammer in there with all of them. <laughs> I just try to throw her off. <laughs> Why well, MC Hammer did uh, a song to one of your favorite movies? Yeah, he was too legit. To he did. Hey, hey. So now we're off track from the beer cooler. What is this? It is from Funky Buddha Brewery. It is part of their Mixology series. It is their old-fashioned ale. Um, so this is the fourth in the series. We've had the other three. You can see all the ratings on the website. Oh, the Coquito. I missed that one. I think they're re-releasing it. Wasn't that the, the Coquito was good. Oh, that was a good one. The Paloma wasn't good, I want to say. Yeah, it was I mean, the Paloma. I pull up our ratings. I ain't got no time for that. <laughs> well, stay tuned to the end of the show or whenever Laura has to leave, and we'll give you the ratings on this <laughs> beer. And just remember, it's a 10% ABV, so you'll probably notice how much we've had as the show goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Ratings based on a six-pack, one being the worst, six being the best. This makes sense to everybody, but one lone Canadian in Kissimmee. So today, I thought we would do some pop culture news. See what's in the news today. Normally we do history pop culture, but we're going to do current events to start off. So the first one uh, is an article from CBS New York, and it is poor Rick Moranis is victim of an unprovoked attack and it's caught on camera in Manhattan. I was going to say, did you see they caught it on camera? When I first heard about it, it was just like Rick Moranis got punched by somebody in New York. Right. And then a few hours later, they're like, we have video of it. And of course, the video is all grainy and you can't see hardly anything in the video. No, and it looks like some dude in a hoodie or something like that from what I saw. It's hard to tell. Well, here's what's funny is they do have a picture, a very clear picture of him at an ATM. Normally, I like security. I don't know what it is with security footage, but it's all like grainy, grainy, and it's like filmed in 1918. I don't know why we can't get clear cameras anywhere. Everything else is HD, right? This is 2020, but there is a super clear (laughs) picture of this guy. He's wearing a I Love New York black hoodie, and he's got his mask with his dick nose hanging out. Which is where you just. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with your dick nose is, is where you wear your face mask and you leave your nose uncovered and you just cover your mouth. That part hanging out is your dick nose because you're still going to get corona. It doesn't help you at all. You might as well just take the mask off. 
<laughs> but a super clear picture of this guy, so hopefully they catch him. But I feel bad for Rick Moranis because he just came out of retirement. He did the Mint Mobile commercial with Ryan Reynolds. Now, I don't know if he's acting in anything else, but you know, he makes his first on-screen appearance in I don't know how long. He's making an action movie, by apparently. Is he I making an action this movie, is his too? Now yeah, second they, just, they, couldn't, they couldn't get a stunt double for him on this one, so he actually had to take the punch. Oh, he was making an action movie while walking down Manhattan? Yeah. By himself? Yeah. yeah. It is the second time he's apparently been seen on film, so this year. What was he in before? The commercial with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said this is the second time, so what yeah. was he in? Oh, because of the... Because they, feel, oh, they got it. it on camera, yeah. I'm a little slow. We know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad. I just... Like, you do this favor for Ryan Reynolds, and I, I one, I don't know why he's walking down Manhattan by himself. I mean, he must do it all the time, or else he wouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of stars that just, they just walk around, because that's their well, city. do you expect them to hover or something? I mean, yeah. how else do you expect them to get around? They gotta walk. Yeah. Well, well, usually, most do. If you are easily recognized, would you just walk to the middle of Orlando? Yeah, because people don't pay attention. Yeah. Honestly, if you're walking through New York, most of the people are like, oh, oh, they're looking no, up. They're not true. looking straight at you. They're not looking at that. They're looking yeah. at like the buildings, everything going by. They're not looking at the people around them. Yeah, I They're guess. trying to avoid the guy who's still selling CDs at 2020. It's like get his like rap career going that he started back in 98. Well, think about Disney. They all have people around them when they go to Disney. Yeah, some do, some don't. It just depends. Yeah, I love the uh, people around Disney because nothing says, "Hey, look, I'm a celebrity." <laughs> like having a like tour having guide, a, yeah, yeah, take I guess you that's everywhere. True. If they didn't have somebody, nobody would really notice who they are. Probably that you're going to get a few that are going to be like, "Hey, that's so and so." Yeah, but well, no, it draws more attention having a tour guide. Instances in the past where somebody famous has gone into the park without a tour guide, standing in line like normal people. And was recognized and started a mob. So Disney was like, "How about we provide you with a tour guide for the for to get you on these rides, so you're not causing a scene." Well, Laura ran into David Harbor. Literally, are you still there, Laura? I am. I just don't know, like, when I can break in, so I'm not talking over people because well, I can't I'm... see you guys. So, like, just break in, and I'll we'll we'll pretend to be quiet. So, did David Harbor <laughs> have a? Did he have a tour guide with him? Yeah, that's the whole reason why I looked. Is like, the tour guide? Yeah, because the tour guide and the group of people were walking towards me. And whenever I see that, I always scan the group to see if it's somebody I know. Right. And it was. So. But you, like, walked into the man, didn't you? I did. Me, I, I actually walked into David Harbour. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I looked up at him to say sorry, and I was like, "Oh, that's David Harbor." <laughs> Who's alive in Stranger Things four? Whoa! Yes. Spoiler alert. Well, I mean, it's out there. It's not like a secret. Yeah, the truth is out there. I learned that from the X Files. He's in the uh, the promo for season four, so I'm not really spoiling anything unless you haven't seen the promo. But I would have been surprised if he got killed. I would actually I would have applauded Stranger Things for killing him because he's such a big character, and there's 
few shows that are willing to do that. Like Crazy Anatomy does it all the time. <laughs> yeah, and Walking Dead does it all the time too. Yeah. But I Walking mean, Dead doesn't count; they kill everybody, <laughs> except for Norman Reedus and Carol. I can't I think of her. That. I can't think of the actress name because either <laughs> the they're ending the series of Walking Dead, but they already announced that Norman Reedus and Carol are getting their own spinoff show. So, spoiler alert there. They survive whatever happens to the rest of the crew. <laughs> Norman Reedus could get bit by a zombie, and you would have like five seasons of him like slowly trying to find a cure or right. something. And he'd be the only person to survive a zombie bite in the entire series history, all with the help of his crossbow that has one arrow every time. <laughs> he he has less arrows than Hawkeye, and Hawkeye caught more shit in the Avengers movie, <laughs> taking out a whole swarm of aliens than Norman Reedus has in this entire run on Walking Dead. Now Norman goes and retrieves his arrows. They show him retrieving his arrows, so you got to give him that. <laughs> Whatever. He shoots a zombie, runs, grabs the arrow, well, and then shoots another yeah. zombie. <laughs> It's amazing they don't catch up to him. <laughs> and Carol just tells you to look at the flowers. His character is the most popular character to ever grace the screen with no lines uh, except for the Pink Panther. And he was never in the comic. No, never in the comic. Never. Created specifically for the show. And he's the most popular character in all of Walking Dead. And I think he was only supposed to be there season one. Yeah, I think they were supposed to kill him off or something like that. Yeah. But the popularity made them change everything. That's crazy. Why can't I get a break like that? So, mm. second story I got up is Disneyland Resort and Universal Studios, Hollywood, and other California theme parks push back on state's draft reopening plan. Parks would open no earlier than November under the current plan. So, apparently, California theme parks are unhappy with whatever their governor is proposing they do out there, which I actually have that. Give me a second. It's actually pretty crazy. I was going to say, while you're looking for that, Laura, why don't you talk about Ryan Reynolds' take on um, Rick Moranis being hit? I mean, I I could do that, Sabrina, but way to put me on the spot, because all I do is read headlines. And I send the article to other people. Did you get Rickrolled in the thing you just sent us? Yeah, I didn't actually read it. I just sent it to you guys in hopes that one of you would read it. Like, <laughs> seriously. Oh, okay. Well, one, you, it came from WeGotThisCovered.com. And WeGotThisCovered.com is notorious for not reporting anything And accurately. obviously, Laura does not have this covered. <laughs> <laughs> but they are wrong I, so many times. I'm just saying, you guys can pick the article apart, but I didn't read it. He said he's glad to hear he's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of words that just boil down to yeah. saying that. He should have just held off until Deadpool 3 and had him come out of retirement for that. That would have been awesome. Like, I don't know where Rick Moranis shows up as, like, some obscure, like, character in Deadpool. Like, he was really, like, the villain arcade the whole time. And it's just been, like, Deadpool living in, like, in this, like, arcade universe and just getting played by everything. And nothing really happened in the second movie or something. You know what would have been a great 
place to put Rick Moranis was in Deadpool 2 with the guy that parachuted out of the airplane was just, that was just a regular guy. He wasn't a superhero. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete Bishop. Yeah. Pete Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> Rick Moranis is Pete Bishop. <laughs> or um, I love the Brad Pitt cameo as Vanisher because if you blink, you miss it. Could you? That would have been good, too, having, oh, Rick Moran- having Rick Moranis as Vanisher. I didn't realize that Brad Pitt was in there. Yeah, Brad Pitt, like, because um, the character he plays gets electrocuted and all that. And that's the one time that you see him, and that and you just go, oh, crap, that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> so Rick Moranis, that cameo would have been good, too, just out of nowhere. Like, oh, is that? <laughs> Everybody would have just talked about that. There's still time. So anyway, with Disneyland, um, once they reopen, what, what California says they can do is they can only have 25% capacity in their park, which is even less than we have. And with only the residents that live within a 120-square-mile radius of the theme park are allowed to visit. That's stupid. <laughs> so how do they prove? They have to, like, show their so California are they gonna, are they driver's license? Yeah, that's I what know. I was going to ask. I don't know. I like, don't and who's that. to sit there and say... Oh, you're 122 miles. They're going to have a map that has like a red circle. And it's like, if you're outside of this bubble, basically, that's it. You cannot come in. But like, unless you have somebody from state standing there checking, who's to verify? I guess if your driver's license, you'd have to show your driver's license. Unless they have to scan it. Then you can't get in. Like, do you have to scan your license? But think about that. I mean, Disney. And it goes off like. They say, oh no, somebody out of the bubble is trying to get in. Yeah. They say Disneyland is an annual pass holder park anyway, yeah. but imagine to survive just off of annual pass holders and just off of the annual pass holders that are right there next right there in your city, that's it. No. There's no, no way. There's no way you could do it. I I don't blame Disneyland or Universal anybody for pushing back. I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar company and they they are losing money, now they're laying off for the first time in the history of the company, they're laying off hourly people. That's never been that's never happened that's never, before. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame Disney at all in this. I would be pushed back too. At some point, they need the income. They can't. They can't just survive off of keeping the parks closed. So. Well, well, to put it into perspective, if Disney World had that limit of how how far did you say it had to be? One hundred and twenty miles. One hundred and twenty-five. If that was the case, where I am right now in St. Augustine, I would not be able to go to Walt Disney World. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, I get everybody wants to stay safe, and I want everyone to stay safe, and I don't want everyone to die, but we've got to figure out a way to keep everybody safe and keep the economy going. So, regardless of what you think, we should have shut down for two months in the beginning and then reopened instead of like the pissy foot we did now, but now that we're stuck in this position, we've got to figure out something. So I think California is going too strict and Florida's maybe going too lenient, willy nilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's got to be something in between where we can, everyone can keep their jobs and these companies can stay afloat. I mean, there's 75,000 restaurants out of business right now. Yeah. And they're not coming back. They're just—they're not. They're gone. That's it. They're done. So, 
I, I don't know what the solution is, but I, I feel like here we stand. If we would have in the beginning, if we would have treated this like you're supposed to take your antibiotic, like we would have been in better shape. So in other words, yeah, you're feeling better. But guess what? You still have three days left of the antibiotic. You got to right. stay in and take it. Right. Like take it for the full 10 days, no matter what. <laughs> And they also should have said they also shouldn't have wish washed on wear a mask or don't wear a mask because that's where I think a lot of people get that f- notion of well I don't have to wear a mask because in the very beginning of this thing they said it does you no good so why would you release that why would you even yeah. say that don't say that because it's it's it's, it's counter- a three second it's counterintuitive thing to put on and it's an inconvenience you have to wear it for eight hours I get it but still it's not. So much of an in- inconvenience, I can't do it. So you should have never, ever said that. And it's it's the CDC and the who's fault that people aren't wearing masks. Okay. Wait a minute. Are we really blaming Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend for this? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Cause if Keith Moon were here, he would not be standing for this. They, they said they won't get fooled again. But you know who is standing for this? The Bob pit. O'Reilly? The pinball wizard. Pinball wizard. Because he's still standing. (laughs) No, that's Elton John. He's the pinball wizard. Elton John's the pinball wizard? Yeah, did you never see Tommy? No, I never saw Tommy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the pinball wizard. I did not know that. Do you think it holds up to watch now? I love it. But I'm a big fan of The Who. So, that's that's my favorite. Out of all the things they did, I think Tommy's their best work. Yeah. What's that, Laura? I asked what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only person I can hear is you, Chris. So, if you if don't this... say it, I really don't know what's going on. Okay. If this were a rap group, she would have known who we were talking about, apparently. <laughs> Probably. The... <laughs> the Who has a rock opera called Tommy. Yeah. It's based on um, the song Pinball Wizard, which is about a deaf, dumb, and blind kid who could sure play a mean, mean pinball. pinball. So they released a movie, and it's a rock opera, like Hamilton. <laughs> but with Hamilton's music. not rock. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's an opera style that's more modern than your classic what you think of opera. Yeah, Hamilton's like, a rapper. Hamilton. Or American Idiot. <gasps> yes, like American Idiot. Thank you. So we're, like a lot of people think opera and they go, they think, and all that. This How did is, that go? This is rock or rap. Yeah, but Elton John stars as the pinball wizard. Yep. That was the first time I ever heard Elton John. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Does he sing his own? Because he did Pinball Wizard and yeah. He sings Pinball Wizard in it? He does. In yeah. the film, he does. Oh, okay. You, you got to see it just for his, uh, his just outfit. for his boots. Yeah. Are they electric uh, boots? Yeah, his electric I, boots. I feel it's in the same, it, it's more in the same genre as like Rocky Horror. It's definitely got its cult following. following. Mm-hmm. Do they um, talk in it, or do they just sing? 
both, I want to say. I want to say it's both, but there's definitely more singing. Yeah. It's been a long time since I saw it. So it's like Rent. So. In order for it to be an opera, there can't be any more than two spoken lines. So there might... I've... I'm saying spoken because I feel like somebody does the, uh, what's his name from Fred Schneider, B-52 style singing, where it's more like the talking singing. Yeah. Well, I think Rent, they only talk for two so, lines. So yeah. it's just one of those where I... Th- There's more I than two like lines, you can't consider it an opera. Well, that's why it's a rock opera. And I, think- I mean, okay. was Queen's A Night at the Opera really an operatic album? No, but it's still A Night at the Opera. I think I read in Hamilton they cut out some speak, just some speak lines. Not sure. That may not be 100% correct. Don't don't quote me on that. It was supposed to go to the... Too late. I already wrote it with quotation marks. You would. I did. She tweeted it, too. (laughs) (laughs) So the next story I found is movie buffs enjoy shows in theaters for the first time in months. And this is reported from ABC 13. This is from our neighbors in North Carolina. So on a Friday night, movie theaters open for the first time since March as their governor is also in phase three of reopening. So in this small town, uh, there's a quote that says, it's a staple, it's one of the things I've always done, and I love the movies. So when that was taken away from me, and the mere fact that this is back, first day, I have to be here. So the people in Asheville are super happy that the movies are reopened. But I'm wondering... Oh, they have. Uh, they can only operate at thirty percent capacity and can only seat up to a hundred people. I want to say here the theaters are allowed to go up to forty percent. But I'm wondering if they're getting any first runs at all, or are uh, they the only first doing... run that's big out right now is Tenet. I want to um, see that. So that was amazing, um, and there are a few other like independent, like smaller independent ones. But I was just looking at the top five films of the weekend. Yeah. And Empire Strikes Back was number three <laughs> because it's out for its 40th anniversary, which yeah. was back on, I want to say, September 25th. Something like that. And it's out for its 40th anniversary, and it made close to a million dollars. I should go see that in the theater. So Is I went to the... see uh, Annabelle Creation last night because they're starting to do horror movies on the weekends. Yeah. And they're doing classic ones. And I thought I was going to see Annabelle Comes Home. And it was really Annabelle creation. So when it started, I went, this isn't the movie I thought I was going to see. Do you know if Star Wars Empire is the George Lucas remastered or is it the original? I want to say it's the original. Mm. So I I would have gone to have seen that last night, but uh, I did not make it there in time to go see it. Still my number one Star Wars movie. Agreed. Still at the top of the list. He only likes it because IG-88's in it. I'm not even seconds. sure which one it is. It's what episode five? I d- like. This it's the is greatest where Star Wars movie ever. It's the one where they're so, on like, the frozen it's the planet. Yeah, second it's... one released. Technically, yes, yes. But it's the fifth one in the series. Yes, correct. It's the one where they introduce okay. Yoda in the original trilogy. Okay, so he gets stuck on Dagobah. It's the one where Luke gets his hand cut off and. Darth, he realizes Darth Vader is And they his introduce father. the what? two greatest characters. Darth Vader's his father? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> they also introduce the two greatest characters in Star Wars history. IG-88 and Bosk. Boba Fett and Lando Calrissian. Because <laughs> anything with Billy D. Williams makes the movie better. Dengar and... Uh... <laughs> 
the guy that looks like a fly, <laughs> Iloom or something like Forlom. that. Forlom. Forlom, that's it. <laughs> something, yeah. <laughs> you know I don't know names. <laughs> All the bounty hunters. Bosk is awesome, though. I don't care. He looked amazing in that. He's uh, he does more in the books. He does, but I love the fact that he wears like like the X-wing pilot uniform. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, ah, eh, we have this here. Let's throw it on the reptile-looking dude. Picture. That's the orange outfit, right? Yeah, he looks like he's one of the lizard people from the old TV series V. Yeah, picture one of the dragons we have in the other room, but we're in an X-wing pilot. And Sabrina's gonna look him up now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a lizard wearing a uh, wearing a suit. Okay. That's how Laura dressed up Sarlacc for Halloween last year. <laughs> True story. True story. That would be awesome. It was awesome. Too bad you missed it. Oh, for Halloween this year, Halloween I'm, this I'm year. refusing to wear a mask. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so many things. That <laughs> so many things. <laughs> I don't even have a smart-ass comment to go with that. I do, but they're very political. So we're just going to... So speaking of movies, Sasha Baron Cohen is releasing a Borat single. Uh, Sequel? Sequel, that's it. It's the movie you never wanted and didn't realize you needed. And the name of it is... I still don't think I need it. Borat Subsequent Movie Film. Delivery of Prodigious bribe to American regime for make profit for make benefit once glorious nation of Krakistan. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it take him to come up with these dumb titles? <laughs> I've listened to well, the last Borat movie. complicated titles. What was that, Laura? I asked, when was the last Borat movie? Because that's how long it took him to come up with this one. 2006, yeah. probably. Now I'm gonna look. Yeah, and there, he did. A, no, I think it was before that. Maybe 2004. He did his um, character that was like a fashion person in, after Borat. So sausage. 2006, something like that. The Ali G right. show. But this one's gonna be released on Amazon Prime on October 23rd, so you can catch that there. And the big controversy over this film is that uh, the other star is. Iron Norwak, and nobody knows who this person is. They don't have an IDB, uh, IMDb credit. They're not on the internet anywhere. They don't have an Instagram account. So it's some mystery person. Man, am I glad he said that before I asked who. Yeah. It's... Ten Bucks says it's probably just Sasha. Baron well, Cohen again, just, you know, dressed up as somebody else. You can see there's a trailer. That... There's a trailer out for it, and you can see her. She's playing. Oh, it's his, a girl. It's a girl, and okay. she's playing his daughter. So that's totally a, a made-up character. Then I would I like to point something out that's a little off-topic. I don't know who's in charge of our Twitter page, but can I just tell you, it's amazing that we are going to have a live show on October third, twenty twenty-nine. And the Cretans Guild already <laughs> liked it, so I can't wait for nine years from now when we have our live show. Whoever has that crystal ball, yeah, baby, we're going to still be doing this nine years from now. I'm oh. not even on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in charge of Wikipedia. <laughs> that would be Spreaker that tweeted that out, but that would be me that wrote nine instead of zero. <laughs> you Wish forgot to carry the one. <laughs> But that can be edited later. Oh, 
stay but tuned. But the show can <laughs> Stay tuned nine years from now when we just replay this one and everybody like, what are you talking about? What are they uh, talking about? How are they still quarantined nine years later? <laughs> the way 2020 is going, it could be a possibility. <laughs> so Shia LaBeouf uh, has some trouble with the law again. He has a misdemeanor for battery and petty theft. <laughs> Which just, petty did he steal I, from, Kyle or Richard? Apparently last month he was charged with a misdemeanor battery and petty theft over a June incident in which he allegedly fought with a man and took his hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I once knew an ostrich that would take hats. Was it Shia LaBeouf dressed as an ostrich? <laughs> no. No, but it was one-eyed Irma. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> what kind of hat was it? What's that, Laura? What kind of hat was it? Well, the article doesn't say what kind of hat it was. Um, it I was a bowler a hat. Valid question. Or a fedora. So he recently... Also, one-eyed Irma sounds like a bad porno. <laughs> yeah. They did some sort a... of charity where they uh, got a bunch of actors together to read Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, I saw that, yeah. yeah. On a Zoom call, they had like Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf played Jeff Spicoli, and they had um, uh, who played Jeff Spicoli in real life? Sean Penn. Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. They had Sean Penn there, and he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing anybody, but he was just there for the charity <laughs> part, and he was just he just laughed every time that Shia LaBeouf did his Jeff Spicoli, and he actually did a really good job with Jeff Spicoli. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> The other actors just kind of read their lines. They did, they did a good job, too, but they just kind of read their lines where Shia LaBeouf really got into the character. Well, he's a method actor. He's, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, he's a la Marlon Brando. And... I mean, there are a lot of us that are method actors on this show. Laura's one. Yes, she does anger really well. I have never seen somebody play agitated and just really angry with us the way she does without trying. I tried really hard, okay? <laughs> you know she's giving us a look through Skype right now, right? Like, nobody yep. can see it, but she's giving us that Laura glare with the eyes. Where My forehead's like... burning a little. Just I'm not giving look. you any look. I don't have a look. <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing because that's a lie. Because <laughs> I pictured the look. Not a liar. Said. Hold on, Sabrina. She said she's not a liar. Now they're practicing looking like Laura. Yeah, yeah. but we're not as judgy. No, I can't do I it. I can't do well. it. I can't do it. Bye. Well, maybe, maybe if I looked at Chris more, I'd be like. Well, I'm not saying anything because I have to live with the woman. Not right now. She's in St. Augustine, so she'll forget by the time she gets here. Nope, it's recorded. But she doesn't watch or listen, yeah, so we're she good. listen. We're safe. She's in the land of Trump. Mm-hmm. So are you. Polk County's no different. True story. That is true. Very <laughs> true. I went to the bank today, and uh, on the I-4 bridge, yes. there was Trump people waving flags. Flags, yeah. I'm like, what? That's a really dangerous spot to stand. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, nobody ever goes over it. So No? Oh, wait. Oh, is that why all those it's cars? The... <laughs> That's why? Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's not the I-4 bridge. It's like a bridge that goes yeah, from, from the mall to, to another... To oh. the other side of the street <laughs> yeah. that nobody ever uses. Yeah. How do you even use that bridge? You have to get stuck over on the other side, and then you just magically end up across, and then you're like, but I didn't mean to get here, but I can't go back. The only people I've ever seen up on that bridge 
Or Trump supporters? No, or the cops <laughs> with their radar oh, guns. Yeah. And yeah. then they're just sending people off to pull over whoever. Well, it's yeah. a really weird weird placement for a bridge because if you go into the Posner Park mall area, and I know it's a mall area if you're not familiar, you, you go in from the main road and then you go back out on the main road. But if you choose not to go to the main road, you can go behind it, go over this bridge, and then there's a weird four-way that's not a four-way stop <laughs> and it has on the one side it has red lights that flash on the other side it has yellow lights that flash and you're not sure how you're supposed to get through this four-way at all it's the scariest four-way in america and then you can get back to the yeah. main road like i'm not sure why you even put lights up there if they're just going to kind of flash at you yeah well and then it's the weirdest like it, like the the left lane is the one that like goes straight across. Oh yeah, I forgot. But then it it's two lanes on, on all four sides into the right lane, and it's like why? Why would you have it immediately merge after the flashing lights that are really after, stop lights? Yeah. After you get off the bridge, doesn't it just go to a one lane road? Eventually, it goes from like. Like the two lanes on either, but that's know. the thing. Like the the left lane is you're straight across, but then yeah. it immediately merges because your right lane is like an automatic turn right. Yeah, it's the weirdest. It goes to a one lane, to a two lane, to a two lane four way. That's not yeah. a four way. Back into a one lane. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing over there but some houses. And I think wow. I mean I've gone across it just to go across it. Because it goes up a hill, so, so you sometimes... did a four-way once just to say you did it. Well, that and sometimes like that's like how my Lord kids get once. excitement because they go up a hill. And so then there was down a little excitement. Little you got hill. up it and then you had to go down. Uh huh. With the kids. So With the kids. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we throw water at my kids and call it Splash Mountain. But um, <laughs> that may actually be a true story. Um, my kids also get really excited when they go into parking garages because you have to go up a hill. So everybody has to put their hands up. They like hills. They like hills. And we live in Florida. So there you go. Um, Just go to Claremont. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've been across it a few times. But literally, I think in maybe the dozen times I've actually gone across that, whatever, the overpass. Yeah. I think There's I've only the word seen. You were that's for. the word, yeah. Um, I think I've only ever seen one car. That was going the opposite direction. Yeah. Like going actually over the overpass or getting ready to. When they were working on 27, I would take the back way quite a bit. Because it was... It was <laughs> hey, sometimes you have to. You only live once. Because it was a pain to get out the main way. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but I would just pray when you get to the four-way there'd be nobody there. Because I don't know what to do. Yeah. Things are just flashing at me. Well, and it's like red lights one way, yellow lights another way. Right. Nobody's coming. Going. You got to merge. Yeah. Nobody knows it's, what to do. No. We all just stop there and stare at everybody yeah. else. And you go, eventually somebody waves their hand and goes, okay, you go ahead. Yeah. And then you give the old, okay, thank, thank you wave. You. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most awkward. It really is. And then if you've ever, like, if you drive down like that I'm way. I'm making this way dirtier becomes, in my mind right now. We know. We know. It becomes the, you know, the the two-lane road, 
And sometimes you'll come to a stop sign that's a four-way. Sometimes it's a two-way. Sometimes it's just on your side, and you're not really sure why nobody else has to stop. Right. Because they haven't gone yet. Yeah. And then at once upon a time, it just used to all of a sudden go to a dirt road. Now it's paved. Because <laughs> it's Florida. Because it's, yeah. Um, and then they've extended it. Sometimes you'll get a sign that says no outlet. And you drive that way, and then they're like, that's okay, keep going. Just go down this way to 27. That's not what no outlet means. It means you can't go through. Kind of like the time I used my GPS one time to go to somebody's house for a party, and my GPS took me one way, and it was like, yeah, just go down this road, except the road was to this private golf community, and it had it as like a state road. And I went, I can't go through there. Um, I can top that. One time I was using GPS and it told me to turn down this road. And then pretty soon this road became dirt. And I was like, well, I mean, GPS says it's like a through lane. I should be fine. I mean, we're in Polk County, so it happens sometimes. And then that dirt road became grass. And I was like, I don't. I don't think this is right. You know, the same thing happened to Michael Scott one time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm finding that him and I have a lot more in common than I originally thought. I know. Chris is your Dwight. <laughs> J-Ron says hi to y'all. Yes! Yay! I've been waiting for the J-Ron. <laughs> Hello. Um, I always thought I was in a hick town when I was back in Ohio in Columbus, and I remember uh, I had to take my SATs, and we had to take our SATs on the Ohio State campus, which is one of the largest campuses in the country. However, I had to drive through five miles of cornfields and this is on the ohio state campus land to get to this building agricultural building in the middle of nowhere to take my sats but then i got to florida (laughs) and one of my first days going to work uh for the company that we may or may not still work for (laughs) i had to dodge alligators on the road that's a true story i've done that what's the name of that road reams <laughs> no, 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 no! Like there's, it was Reams. I'm sure it was. It was before but they isn't built there like it all an up. actual like road like in Florida where it's like you Alligator go... Alley? Yes, that's it. Thank you. I couldn't think of like what it was called. Yeah, it's basically uh, what is it? I ninety five. They do a race on there too. Like they do like an yeah. actual like marathon on that. Yeah. And every time I'm just like, why are you running down this thing? Because there are the alligators, and you right. just go. There's nothing to stop them from coming at you. Why yeah. are you doing a race here? You got a serpentine. and the one person who doesn't know what that is you just hopefully you're running by them so that way the alligator takes care of them (laughs) and either way hey you just finished better than at least one person if you think hitting a deer with your car is bad wait till you run over an alligator (laughs) (laughs) and the alligator just looks at you like did a mosquito just land on me and they just walk away like it's nothing (laughs) your car is total (laughs) your car looks like it was folded in half and the alligator is like Man, I think maybe I should move. <laughs> yeah. And for anybody that's wondering where Alligator Alley is actually located, it runs from Naples to, like, Fort Lauderdale. So across, like, almost the southern section of Florida there that runs around that area. Hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Well, and then we also have, there's another alleyway that we know around here. And it's, it's, I don't know if it's Alligator it's, Alley it's or... Yeah, but it's it's one that, like, we've had a lot of, like, serial killers that are, like... No, no, We're those, just those gonna... are alligators. We just went oh, over oh, right. <laughs> So um, there's a serial killer alley, alley. is what you're saying. Yeah. 
Can you just see that one? But they're all just like hiding there, and all I've gone through my head right now is that scene in Something About Mary where they go on about the rest stop and all that, and you just go, <gasps> and it's like the lights go on. It's like all the serial killers like, oh no, we need to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's nice that the serial killers can all get together in one community and just hang yeah, out. Yeah, they all watch yeah. Snap together or Forensic Files and go, hmm, should have done that better. You know who else watches Snapped? Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's not saying anything right now because she's going to snap on us soon. I'm not saying anything because I really don't know what you guys are saying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's great about that is even if she was sitting here, that would be the same reaction we would get. Yeah, no, was... if I was sitting there, I would know what you were saying. Don't worry. It's okay. I'm keeping your chair warm. I'm in it right now. I never realized how comfy this is. <laughs> and he's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> My pants are well, I'm glad I can't see you guys chair, then. So that we, they say perfectly creased. I'm wearing a mask. It's just not on my mouth. <laughs> it's got. I'm sure it's hard to Skype in, but we thought we would try it once. Yeah, you were going to do this when I couldn't drive out here. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but we set you up on a phone. I couldn't and get it to it work. Up. Now I got it to work. Oh. But I'm sure it's still confusing because it's easier. No, no, it's confusing because it sounds like JL and Sabrina's mics aren't on. Oh. Like I can hear you, Chris, perfectly fine. They every now and then I can hear them really good, and then the rest of the time it sounds like mumble in the background. I'll stop whispering in between the sounds really good part. Yeah, we're really mumbling about you in the background. That's that's nothing different. See, like right there, I heard you because <laughs> I, sure. I wanted you to. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense then. Well, it's good to know that this won't work in the future. Yep. <laughs> oh, going back to the movies, they just delayed the release of uh, the new James Bond movie and the Fast and Furious episode 9000. No, I was looking forward to that because yeah. the other one was a cliffhanger. I know. <laughs> I know. I can't wait for the new Fast and Furious. The only problem with it, there's no Jason Statham or The Rock in it. Well, speaking of movies still... Black, Dune's coming out. Black Panther is still on track to be released in 2022. I know. How are we going to change that script? Well, they're thinking about making her sister or his sister uh, the new Black Panther. How are they going to do that? They burnt all the flowers to have a next Black Panther. That was the one big thing Killmonger did. So how are we going to get over that plot hole? Disney and uh, Fergie, the guy in charge of the Marvel, has not stated what they're doing yet yeah. but they have stated that there will be a black panther movie that's fine they're going to recast black panther they don't well they that's one of the things they're they're toying with because they don't want to replace chadwick boseman because they think that would just make the fans super angry yeah they but... want to do something different and i guess if oh, so black we're gonna... panther's sister becomes a new black panther they said that falls along the line of something that happened in the comics. For a character that wasn't created until 2006. And in the whole thing, she became Black Panther for a little while, but it rejected her because of her jealousy of her brother at first. So there was a whole point to her finally getting to become Black Panther. Right. And just by giving it to her, I think that kills that whole storyline that they did in the comics. Well, but she- hey... 
we'll just resurrect Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger and make him Black Panther. There's rumors that they were thinking about doing that, too. Oh, yeah, no, I saw that one. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. I like Michael B. Jordan. He's always good in whatever he's in. Yeah, but that that was the thing is that since he's, he died in the movie, it would be... But it's the Marvel Universe. And People they, come and go you know all what? the time. They got that technology in Wakanda. They're like the $6 million man over there. We can fix you. Yeah. And make you better. So I don't know. I, my opinion is it's a shame you're going to lose the franchise, but I think you almost have to. I mean, there's it's, there's no way around it. It's it's You can't really just replace him. Yeah, you can. I'm going to be that unpopular person right now and say, yeah, you can. But I think you'd have to have a great story behind it. That's just it. I feel like you can find a way to do it. Whether it's recasting the character or having somebody new there, there's a way you can do it. Yeah, I mean, they've done it before, Spider-Man, I mean, we easily recasted James Rhodes, went from Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. Yeah. And that was over just a money dispute. Yeah. I get that this is something different, and he did a great job as the character. Right, and he was but a, it, he was a minor character. This is the star of the movie. But at the same time, you could make Don Cheadle a... They, they've been on the verge of making him a bigger player in it. They easily could. Yeah. You could easily replace it. You just need to find the right person to continue whatever storylines there are. And, yeah, big shoes to fill, but I think they could do it that way. They could just put Tom Holland in the role. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? What? Um, honestly, after seeing Tenet, I thought John David Washington did a really great job in that movie. And my first thought was, well, you could have him take over for a little bit, even if it's just for like part of the movie as a passing yeah. of the torch. Mm-hmm. But you need to recast if we're going to go the Shuri route in some way. Yeah. You got to have T'Challa in there in some way to pass the torch. Well, here's what I don't understand is Marvel... And Disney probably knew he was sick because a lot of time actors have to have insurance on them and they have to have health screenings even before COVID and stuff like that. So the fact that he hid it from the general public, I'm sure he did not hide it from the movie studio. So once he told them, hey, I've got cancer, I have a good chance I'm going to die, then that might have given them the opportunity to tweak the script a little bit and maybe not burn up everything that makes I don't know. Look Black at what Panther. they did with Star Wars and Carrie Fisher. Well, they they weren't they, going to do that. They could have taken care of it in the in Last Jedi. Yeah, and they weren't going to bring her back. I think J.J. Abrams pushed, said, I have enough footage to bring her back. And so they did. And they, you can't take her out off screen. They should have just done it when they took out Akbar and all them in right. that one big thing. Yeah, that would have been easier. It would have been easier just to do the reshoot. Just, ugh. Well, they should have took her out when she was the flying angel of death in outer space. Well, you know, and that was that moment. I remember watching that with you, and that was a moment where we even looked at each other and said, really? All right. You can use the Force to do that? They created a lot of new Force powers, I feel. Yeah, they did. I didn't mind the whole healing thing that they did, like starting off in the Mandalorian and all that, and have it go into Rise of Skywalker. That was fine. I I'm okay with that. But yeah, they've created a lot of new powers with the Force, and I get technology is a lot different now than when the movies were originally made, so we can do these. Right. But it's like the same feeling I had when I watched Episode One, and you watch Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn, and they move like the Flash to run outrun the battle droids. Yeah. And you just go. 
wow, they got like superhuman speed. How how does nobody else ever have that? The healing thing bothers me because if they had the healing thing all along, there's a lot of characters that could have been saved along the way that we got rid of. Obi-Wan. He sacrificed himself. He did. I get that, but I mean, I don't know. It bothers me. They pick and choose which characters they want to save. We could have saved Mace Windu. Yeah, we could have saved Miss Mace Windu, but nope. So my last story is SNL is coming back to the live stage. <sighs> they're not doing the yes. Zoom thing. Getting, I saw. They're yes. getting some flack for With it. But Jim Carrey as Biden. As Biden, have you seen Jim I Carrey as Biden in the I, makeup? No. Yes. I have not. Yes. And he looks fantastic. You think he looks fantastic? I think he looks yes. a little scary. Jim Carrey always but looks Jim scary. Jim Carrey. And I'm going to say this. If Biden looked like Jim Carrey as Biden, I'd be more apt to vote for him because he looks like he's ready to take charge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying I'm not voting for him. I'm are just we, saying... Are we still getting Alec Baldwin as Trump? We're getting Alec Baldwin as Trump, mm-hmm. and we're getting uh, Maya Rudolph, Maya Rudolph as, as Camelia Harris. Harris. Camelia. Okay. Yeah. Um... As well, long as she is... doesn't sing out of nowhere, that's like my biggest gripe with Maya Rudolph is that something always breaks into song with her. I love her and I don't mind it. But here's the her thing. Her mom was a famous singer. I know. I get that. But yeah. guess what? Rashida Jones's father was Quincy Jones. You don't see her breaking out in a song every time she does something. Chris Rock is hosting. Um, so it's not like Jim Carrey's hosting. So yeah. Jim Carrey may be making several appearances. No, Maybe. And, but um, this is like the fourth person to play. Biden. If you watch, yeah. they released a whole thing, and they actually did, because um, I saw it on, in, like, it was a Facebook ad, but it was for SNL, and it was Chris Rock and Megan Thee Stallion, who's the musical guest, and both of them were standing next to each other, and they were wearing masks going on about how SNL was coming back or something. Yeah. Well, Jason yeah. Sudeikis was Biden last, I believe, and I like Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. So I thought he did a good job. And then... Jason Sudeikis is only good doing the running man. <laughs> What up with that? That's right. Where's Lindsey Buckingham when we need him? I'm trying to think who else played. <laughs> so I'm glad uh, they're back on the stage because I really didn't think it worked on the Zoom thing. It was not the same. It wasn't as funny. And I don't blame well, I don't blame the show fault. or the writers. It's not their fault. They tried their best, it's, but it just didn't work. It's, it's not that kind of show. You need to have everybody together for it to work like yeah. that. Well, not only that, but that's, that's why the, the script show... readings work. Yeah. It's the type of show as well that they perform better in front of a live audience. You get, I mean, it's a completely different feeling when you're going over things in rehearsal and then you get in front of that live audience and it's just that energy in a room. Of course. You know, and so it, that alone, especially when you're doing improv, to have that automatic feedback of the laughter, it relaxes you. They don't do it's... improv. They get in trouble for improv. They get <laughs> fired for improv. Yes, but it's it's scripted improv is what it, what, what it who is. Who got fired for that? Yeah, they do sketches. Um, no, we're scripted improv. It, they get fired yes. for improv. Well, I guess we could never Sometimes. work the show. We yeah. couldn't. Um, no, there's sketch comedy. A lot of it, though, the way um, a lot of it comes about is, yes, it's scripted, um, but a lot of it, too, also comes from... Uh, it's it's like a an improv that becomes scripted, so they'll run through it. If something's not working out and somebody improvs mm. a line, they like it, then it becomes part of the script. Right. So then they have to follow through on that. But live show, you can't. Cha- you can improv in the rehearsal, but live show, yeah. you cannot improv. 
Lorraine Michaels does not like that. No, which is hilarious. <laughs> Lorraine? Um, because of the fact that he's getting right. improper. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a lot of them come from Second City originally, and that's how it started out and stuff. But the way mm-hmm. Second City does their stuff is that they you'll improv um, until you're ready to do your shows. And then anything at that point. So it starts. At, they start out with an idea of a script. Um, sometimes it comes from improv in the beginning, um, but once it becomes like they've run through it a few times and they've improved, if something works, great. If not, they say, hey, ditch that. Mm-hmm. But once it you get to that point um, where you've run through it enough that you're like, okay, this works, this is funny, this works, This you need to keep all of this. So it, mm-hmm. it becomes, the improv becomes a scripted a lot of times. Well, let's get to the beer cooler. Laura's got to go to work, and we're almost at our hour anyway. Laura, why don't you start? What did you think of the beer? Wait, wait, wait. What is the beer? What is the beer? It is from Funky Buddha Brewery, their mixology series, which we love so much. Their old-fashioned ale. 10% ABV, and make sure to serve it at a nice 42 degrees. Oh, is that what you two were laughing at? No. No. It contains contains sulfite ice. So all I said to her was... I think that's the bitters that they put in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Laura, what did you think of the beer? Um, well, I finished it. Um, okay, so that's not unusual. That is unusual. I don't always finish all my beers. Well, Sometimes I give them to jail or Sabrina to finish. <laughs> but nobody was here to finish it for me, so I finished my beer. Um, my first couple sips, I didn't care for it. I think it's the, like, cherry flavor in it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, really. It was okay. Can you put a number I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> a two. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two. Two? Okay. Fun- yeah, Funky Buddha disappointed me in this. Yeah, just like the last one you we got of it, which I think we got because you wanted it, because you love Funky Buddha. Yeah. You're a Funky Buddha, like, Jail is a cigar city. That is absolutely true. I am. I am. But the Paloma and this one, I'm not a fan of. They can't all be winners. I think we all rated the Paloma a one. All right. Well, I'll go next. Um, If I'm going to drink a spirit, bourbon would be my spirit of choice. Old fashioned. It's made with bourbon. It has a different finish that I'm not sure what to think about it's a very dry finish it is and it tastes like a dried out cherry at the finish so and i'm not a big cherry person either well be like that see if i give you any warrants (laughs) cherry pie that's right but it's uh it's not bad it's definitely better than the paloma um, old fashions. If I'm getting an old fashioned, I actually want a blackberry old fashioned. I don't like the traditional old fashions as much. What's a blackberry old fashioned? It's muddled with blackberry instead of the orange and cherry. Yeah. Oh, it's got that. I've extra, never had that. It's it's a little bit better. It's just it's a tad bit sweeter. So the like old, old fashioned just it, it just it. I think of an old man with a cigar. Whenever I drink or see anyone else drinking it. (laughs) I'm going to give it a three because I do think this is drinkable. I do think it has some good flavor to it. I do think it tastes like an old-fashioned. 
it's just that finish that gets me. It's it's uh, it's an interesting finish. I don't know how else to describe it. It tastes like tastes like rye. Look at the city. Rye and dried cherry. Is it Chicago? It is Chicago. It's not the best of the series, but it's definitely not the worst of the series. Where reckon- else do you find? I can recognize that skyline anywhere. Yeah. All right, Sabrina. Um, Side convo over there. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at the label. We're and looking it's... at the label since you didn't really rate the label, and we're finding all the little things in there, yeah. like the gangsters and the Chicago skyline, and then yeah. how that it's an old fashioned with a cigar. cigar. Yeah. yeah, and we know that's where it all started because we, as soon as you said "old man with cigar," that's when I went, "Oh look, yeah. there's a cigar on here." I wasn't really looking at the label. Well, if you go to a bar and some guy comes up to the bar, it's always a heavier set man. He's wearing a fedora. He has a cigar, and he orders an old fashioned. And then as the bartender, you go. Shit. I hate <laughs> muddling. <laughs> yeah. I did um, finish it. I it, there's still some in it. You did not finish that it. That is good for him. Just that let is, it go. That is back, that is that's backwash. That's, Sabrina. Sabrina, that's him finishing. Just go with it. That's the best he's done in a long time. There you go. Okay, thank you. Um, little, I don't know. Last week he finished them. You know, the when you get down to this, I don't like that because it's it's too warm. And it's because you drink it too slow. It's lost its flavor. <laughs> Finished for me is is down to that last little tiny bit. It doesn't matter yeah. whether I like the beer or not. It's just that last bit of the bottle is never as good as the first. Um, I don't for I I finished it, but there's only been one. You beer finished everything except one beer. <laughs> no, it's not a. It's a one. For me. <laughs> It's, it's a, a one, one yeah. really? Yeah, what? like I finished that and I don't want any more. Um, which was worse, this or the coconut cream pie? Oh, the coconut cream pie. I couldn't even finish that one. God, oh, 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 oh. that just thinking about that makes me want to puke. Um, <laughs> oh, that was bad. Oh, God. Um, no, this one, it's, I don't know, like I said, it for me, this is, it's, it's, I don't get the cherry finish. I get a rye finish. Um. So for me, that is kind of a big turnoff. Um, <clears throat> She's my cherry rye. Yeah. Um, so the first couple of sips were okay, but for me, the longer I drink it, the more I disliked it. So it's a one. You almost need to put it on ice. Because the warmer maybe. it gets, the worse it gets. Maybe if we added actual cherries to it. No, no, no. cherries. I would also like to point I'd out that they aged this with High West Distilleries bourbon barrels, and they're out of Park City, Utah. So I would hate to not let the other place that they used to create this not be unrecognized. Okay. All right, Beer Master, what do you think? I like it. It's good. You know, but I like old fashions. As much as I hate muddling drinks, I like old fashions every <laughs> once in a while. Um but I have to agree with you. I'm not really getting like anything with like. There's no anything with the orange. I'm getting the cherry taste. There's a very dry finish to it. But I also think that contributes to it being an ale. Maybe. So overall, I think Chris's rating of a three is very accurate. Um, with the ten percent ABV, I think that is the best way to do it. Is a three. <laughs> I think if I were to give it a three, I'd give two away. That'd well, be- <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's not how that works. 
That's not how that works. But I can do what I want. Overall, this is way better than that Paloma that we had. Yeah, that was really bad. Um, I like it, but again, we all pretty much like bourbon in this group. Mm-hmm. Mm. Except for Sabrina. <laughs> and huh? I think it's it's good. It's got a different type of finish. It's a dry finish. But overall, it's a good beer. Not great, but good. Yeah, I've been. I think overall the Mixology series has been pretty impressive. Yep, there have been a few misses. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that this is a miss, but it's a near miss. Yes, well, just I, based upon that finish. Mm-hmm. I have, and been that's what hurts. That, yeah. I mean, when you want drinkability, you don't want that finish where you just go eh, and you're questioning whether you like it or not the entire time. Well, the first two came out so strong. Yeah, they did. And then they had the Paloma, which just sunk it to the bottom. So I'm wondering if the Paloma was also super strong, what would we think of the Old Fashioned? Because the Old Fashioned is kind of bringing it back, but not quite to where it needed to be. You guys forgot about the White Sangria one, too. Wasn't that one good? Yeah, but you said there was only four. This is the fifth one. Was it the fifth one? Yeah. We, yeah, they've been going. They've like, done the Manhattan, Manhattan Rye, Double Rye. That one was good. Coquito Cream. That one was good. Uh, Margarita goes. That was okay. And Paloma. That was not good. Uh, with the White Sangria. And White Sangria yeah. wasn't bad. It was okay. The Sangria was okay. I want to say the Sangria was on the same boat as this one, where I think we had a lot of near misses where it wasn't like overall sixes, but yeah. Well, for you guys, the. I think there was a sweetness to it, and I think that was good about it. Yes. But there was like also like that aftertaste that you got to I forgot a about white that sangria. One. I forgot about the sangria. I was hoping that they would try to attempt a red one, but then you were like, well, they really couldn't attempt a red one. I remember now. Yeah. yeah. But the margarita one went over really well. Yeah, that was really good. That one was great. I loved how you could taste the salt. See, I, didn't get, I don't think I got to try that one. I think you did miss out on that one. I but yeah, out on you that could, one and you the could double taste rot, the, the salt Manhattan. in that one. And I'm not big on like having a salt rim on my margaritas because I think neither. sometimes that takes away from having a margarita. That's all you taste yeah. is salt. That's just it. All you taste is the salt. On that one, it was nice because all you had was like this like little hint of a salty taste at the end that you just went, oh, I just had a salted rim beer. I never yeah. understand the salt with the tequila anyway. I never felt like I needed salt. No, me either. I just drink oh, it and I I'm good. I enjoy it. But again, I'm that person. I was watching a commercial. It was a Maker's Mark commercial, and they showed it, and the Maker's Mark was on the rocks. And I said, ah, stop being a little bitch. You drink it neat. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy the the salt with my tequila. And I and also enjoy putting salt in like a Corona with a lime. Yeah, but you also put salt in your Coke and your Dr. Pepper, so it's really strange. Yeah, I have yeah. watched you do that. It's weird. <laughs> um, it's only when I put in the peanuts. <laughs> I had a guest yesterday put salt in his beer. He put salt in his beer? Yeah. Certain beers, I can That's understand That's to create that. more head. It's trying to get everything going again uh, because yeah. they let it get flat. I thought you just gave her more money. <laughs> Wow, and I thought my dirty jokes were bad. (laughs) All right, well, we're at our hour. That went really quick today. I don't know why. That's only because Laura has to go to work. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're also at our hour. 
for over an hour. Hasn't stopped us before. Yeah, but Laura's here. So she's like, guys, I got to go. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. You're perfect in every way. Yeah. No, like he said my name. What did he say Potter. about me? He said you have to go to work. That's what he really said. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't believe well, you. You can listen to the show. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not I going to, but I don't believe you. Of it. <laughs> well, we hope to have a scripted show for next week. We should. Uh, I don't know. We'll we see. should have one or two. I don't even two. know what next week is. Uh, next week is... <laughs> it's October something. 10th. It's October 3rd. It's Mean Girls Day. No, for next week. <gasps> oh, I thought you meant day. Today. is it? It's October 3rd. And he asked me what day it was on October 3rd. <laughs> What's the other big quote from that? On Wednesdays we wear pink. Yeah. What's the sweater weather coat? Quote, isn't that from... No, oh, that is not me, girls. That's Miss Congeniality. Yeah, that's the perfect day. It's the perfect day. It's not Describe too hot. Describe your perfect day. It's not too cold. All you need is a, a light sweater. sweater. Yeah, I never saw that one. You know, I don't that's watch April those of movies, but I can quote them. <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Laura? I said April 25th is the perfect date. Okay. Today is October 3rd. Either way, that's mean girls. only two movies that we ever quote what days they are, and you know what day it is based upon those movies. <laughs> I like Tina Fey. I do, too. I like Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah, I watched Mean Girls for the first time one day out of sheer boredom, and I'm like... Oh my gosh, this is such a great movie. Why did? Yeah. Why haven't I watched this before? I was actually forced to watch it the first time, and I sat there, and I think I left the hardest out of everybody who was like, let's watch this movie. And I was like, this is great. It's genius. It's yeah. so good. It's I really remember good. going to see it in movie theaters. I skipped it in the movie theater, but I watched it shortly yeah. after its run out of the movie theater. And I'm like, I should have watched this in the movie theater. Yeah. She doesn't even go here. Yeah. No, it's genius. I'm not like one of those other moms. I'm a cool mom. Cool mom. <laughs> I skipped it because Lindsay Lohan was in it. And that was at the start of her downfall. Well, this was like right before it's, her downfall. Yeah, like, yeah. This right was, before. She was still going up. I feel... Um, she, this was like, peak. This, this was, was peak. total yeah. peak. Yeah. And then she did Herbie Fully Loaded, and that was the downfall. And downfall from there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind Herbie Fully Loaded. I enjoyed it. And it looked it too. It was. You know, I remember years ago when it was like every other Herbie movie. Hillary yeah, I know, Duff, but her using a white thing. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan were both like starting up, and I remember talking with friends, and we were like, I was like, Hillary Duff's not going to be as big as Lindsay Lohan. It's not going to happen. Like. Star power wise, Lindsay Lohan's got it, and then Lindsay Lohan went and yeah. threw her yeah, stuff she down. Coked the out yeah. on it, and it's like Hillary Duff now has had that steady drive of focus. She's in a Cinderella story and child actors, man. Yeah, it goes one or the Sabrina other. Sabrina was one. <laughs> I know. Look where she is now. Exactly. I, I thought I couldn't hit rock bottom, but here I am. <laughs> but I'm huge on the internet. So. Oh. oh, I didn't even have to say it. I just want you guys to know, I said it once. <laughs> and both of you have said it now like 50 times. Because well, there are some things that we just always have to remind you. That's right. Said. I just want you to know that when we get paid... 
I'm huge on the internet and therefore deserve a little bit more. <laughs> it's actually on her Wikipedia page. That's right. <laughs> I edit it myself. <laughs> All right. Well, I am Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Trose. I'm Laura. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch you on the flippity flop. Gong. <laughs>